The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman, Awesome temp job in my 20s, which led me to where I am now, which is a bunch of media gigs and a bunch of podcasts. We had Ben Standing on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast on Monday. Phenomenal. Going over the number one mock drafter in the galaxy over the last 10 years. Going over his mock draft. By the way, very helpful when you're placing NFL draft bets. The College Draft Podcast, Emory Hunt and I went over who we think teams should take with their picks. Andrew Brandt will join me on tomorrow's Ross Tucker Football Podcast as he'll give me the lowdown of all the rumors. Do the Niners know who they're going to pick? Do they not know what he thinks the Falcons might do? And, of course, last week here on the Even Money Podcast, me and Steve Fezzik went over the DraftKings free-to-play 50K pool. So if you're in one of those states where you can't bet on the draft, listen to last week's episode or watch youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and play that free-to-play pool because Steve and I gave great advice. Steve Fezzik, most of you already know this, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling it's the super contest you've all heard of it steve's the only man to win it twice check him out on social at fezzik sports i am at ross tucker nfl and all the shows can be found at ross tucker pod on the various social media platforms steve i am so fired up it is draft week 2021 and as you and i have discussed over the last month or so here on the even money podcast The NFL draft can and usually is a very profitable opportunity for us. Yeah, we didn't, just a few years back, we couldn't even bet on the draft in Nevada. And since then, the popularity has absolutely taken off year after year. What's interesting, Ross, is 
there is a divide among the sportsbook managers, some of them welcoming the draft and the like, most specifically Circus Sports, the new player here in Nevada. Other sportsbook managers not nearly as excited, saying we never make any money on the draft. It's the one event where the players win, not us. You know, it's a great point, which what does that mean, Steve? We need to take advantage of it, right? I mean, if this is the one event where the players win, we need to take advantage of it. Uh, by the way, there are still some states, like my native Pennsylvania, where you can't bet on the NFL draft. I don't really understand it. I mean, I, I guess I'd be curious to know. I guess there's a gaming board. I live in the state capital, Steve. I'd love to have heard the conversation where they, they said, you can bet on other games, but you can't bet on the NFL draft. Really just seems like they're losing out on, on revenue. I don't, I don't really understand that. I will say this, because I wrote down a bunch of bets I like on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the draft. You and I are going to go over the bets that we like the most. All I can tell you is you really need to listen to shows like this year-round. I mean, you look at like the Mac Jones, where that number is, Steve, where was it just a week ago that you and I were still saying Mac Jones at plus 150 was a good bet, and now he's what, like minus 400 or something crazy? I mean, I just, I, I think it's a good example, and this is always the case, but a really good example of why you need to listen to these shows and pay attention all the time if you really want to win, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, this isn't being decided on the field. A lot of these outcomes are predetermined. So normally we'd be extremely adverse to laying things like minus 400, minus 1,000. Here we can certainly do it when it the word is out that something is almost predetermined to happen. But here's a case where if you look at Mac Jones, you could have gotten what's a very, very likely predetermined outcome at plus money. Unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. There were, you know, Justin Fields last week was like minus 125. Mac Jones was plus 150, Steve. And here now Mac Jones on DraftKings is plus or minus 400. You want to talk about a big difference. And I guess there's still some chance it's Trey Lance. I tend to doubt that, Steve, but there's some chance it's Trey Lance, but that's not even the point. My point is, as on Mac Jones, we were ahead of that. I'll give you another one. How many weeks did I say on here about Rashawn Slater as the first O-lineman drafted? Now, he might not be, okay? But when I said that, you could get Rashawn Slater, first O-lineman drafted, at plus 650. Then it was plus 500. Now it's plus 250. What's the term for that, Steve? It's, it's kind of like closing line value. or And it might not happen, by the way. Penny Sewell might still be the first O-lineman to go. But what do you call the value that I have created or we have created for people that took Slater at plus 650 or plus 600? CLV, closing line value. The number one factor to determine, are you going to be a winning sports better? If you look at all your bets and you go 65 and 35, believe it or not, that tells me almost nothing. You look at those 100 bets, Ross, and if 
say 85 of the 100, the line you got beat the closing line, that is what's so much more significant, even if you lost on those 100 bets. So interesting. It's like you almost don't have to have an opinion on the game or on the the bet as much as an opinion on what where the bet's going to go, where the market's going to go. Or even being aware of where the market already is and catching stale numbers. I know guys that can't name a quarterback in the NFL. They know nothing. They play poker for a living. But they'll bet sports just taking advantage of shops that have stale numbers on things and getting that closing line value. All right, so let's dive into it. And it's interesting. There's a, I didn't even realize how many different ways you can bet the draft at DraftKings. Just looking at it, Steve. You know, they have odds on picks one, two, and three. I don't think we're in that business anymore. You can do guy, you they have odds on top five pick, top 10 pick, top 32 pick. Do you dabble in any of those, Steve? Do you like any of those markets? You know, I don't. I pretty much gravitate towards the picks where you look at players and they have an over-under on where they're going to go. That is the vast majority of my picks. Having said this, and this is the ultimate bridge jumper, Ross, may I interest you in Trevor Lawrence? Risk $1,000 to make $10. What do you say? I mean, they're going to take him. I bet. What do you think the limit is? A thousand? Oh, I'm sure you can. It's probably five hundred, but it 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 certainly is as close to free money as you will possibly see. Do we want to bet the sun's going to come up tomorrow? Probably, right? So the limit is five hundred. So what's he minus a thousand? So if you put if you put uh, five hundred on it, you win five bucks. Yeah, minus ten thousand. So oh, ten thousand. Right, right. But the, the limit is in terms of what you can make. So for most people, the limit's going to be what's in their DraftKings accounts, after all. Got it. So what's interesting me, uh, none of the top five picks interested me. The top 10 pick that I thought uh, was decent was J.C. Horn at plus 110. Joe Horn's son, the corner from South Carolina, you know, he's a really interesting – there's a lot of J.C. Horn bets that I kind of like. Um, plus 110 to be a top 10 pick. I think there's a decent chance 7, 8, 9, 10 that he goes. Okay, real important. You can be right directionally, but you're making the wrong bet here. Remember how I hate the needle in the haystack bets because they charge you so much extra vig, and they're doing it with Horn. Don't bet Horn – to go one through 10 plus a dollar 10, because essentially you're betting horn under 10 and a half. You can get a horn under 12 and a half minus a dollar 15, and even under 13 and a half some shops. You want to win if he goes 11th or 12th. So shop for your best number of horn. Don't bet it in this pool. Bet the over under on horn. Well, I'll give you another one I think is interesting, Steve. I think horn was like plus 125 or plus 150 or something. I can look it up to be the first cornerback taken. Okay. So let me look. So he's plus 150 to be the first cornerback taken. 
I'd say it's about a two-thirds chance it's certain, one-third horn, okay? But here's the thing, Steve. Those are going to be the first two defensive players. Like, the first corner, the first defensive player taken is going to be the first corner. So I figured out as I was going through DraftKings, I figured out that his his odds to be the pl- first defensive player drafted are plus 300. Wait, if he's the first corner drafted, he's going to be the first defensive player drafted. So you don't put plus 150 on Horn to be the first cornerback drafted. Put plus 300 on first defensive player because if some team likes him more than Sertain, he's going to be the first defensive player off the board. So that's the other thing is like, at first I thought I kind of liked plus 150 to be the first corner off the board. Then I saw first defensive player plus 300. That's the number I really like. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And you can get creative and build a portfolio, mind you. If you bet that horn to be the first defensive player at 3-1, to one, obviously you're worrying about Sertain. Well, if you shop around, Sertain's 10.5 shaded to the under. Many people feel he's going to go 10 to the Cowboys. But you can catch an over 10 right now on Sertain. So you can – I like the portfolio of bet Sertain over 10. You're probably going to push – and it helps protect you a little bit with this horn bet as well, because I don't see either one of these players. Frankly, I see him going 10th and I see him going 12th. And you're right. Horn could go before certain. What do you think? I'm just trying to make sure everybody's aware of the markets. We'll get into your official bets, but a team's first pick, you know, they have odds on who the giants first pick will be or different teams will be. Then they have odds on the position of the team's first pick. So Packers, uh, wide receivers, plus 200. Then they have team to draft player. So like Justin Fields, Carolina Panthers, plus 300. New England Patriots, plus 300. Uh, And then they have exact outcome, which is the exact outcome of like picks three, four, and five. So Jones, three, pitch, four, chase is five, plus 200. What are your thoughts? Is there any value in your mind of any of those? A team's first pick, the position of a team's first pick, or a team to draft player? The one team I would look at is Baltimore. Are they going to draft an offensive or defensive player first? I think you've got to look towards the offense with the Orlando Brown trade. And now they've got the need at O-line and frankly, a need at wide receiver as well. No free agent worth his salt wants to go to Baltimore. The only way Baltimore gets good wide receivers is through the draft. So with those two needs, I think that Baltimore first pick offense minus a dollar 10 makes a lot of sense. So if you're looking for a long shot, okay, I kind of like, Javante Williams at plus 500 to be the first running back taken. I don't think people are as high on Travis Etienne. I think it's going to be Najee Harris, but I think there's some chance it's Javante Williams. So if you were looking for a long shot, Javante Williams, people love him. Plus 500. People think he might go first round. Plus 500 to be the first running back taken is a long shot I like. And I, I'm telling you, Steve, I still like Slater plus 250 to be the number one offensive lineman taken. The problem is 
you know, the, the value's all gone. I mean, you know, when I was giving it out at plus 650 and plus 450, it's hard for me to be excited now about plus 250. Yeah, if I had to choose between those two, I certainly would take Slater because I think there's a le- legitimate chance it could happen. You know, I just don't see the fact on the running backs. Frankly, everybody knows you don't waste your first round pick with a running back. The, the word is out, all right? Now, someone may well do it because there's supposed to be half a running back taken in the first round. But when that first running back comes off, if it goes in the first round, it has to be Harris or ETN. So the only way you can win is already to buck the odds and get to the second round, I feel. And so because of that, I wouldn't burn your money on the five to one. So um, speaking of that, by the way, Steve, you got to check it out on your DraftKings app. They have a Ross Tucker's big boy boost. They boosted. I gave him five O linemen to make the to get drafted in the first round. Four of them seem like they're close to locks. The fifth one, Landon Dickerson, he's got an injury history and his over under numbers falling, so it's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but. I just thought it was cool that DraftKings named a, named a bet after me, the big boy boost. So check it out. Whenever you go over there, obviously, there's a million different bets they have. Just use the code Ross. All right. Do you have any pick by position, Steve? First O lineman, first D lineman, first corner, anything like that? I do not, Ross. I am focused on where specific players are going over-unders. I'll give you one more, by the way, if you want another long shot. First linebacker taken. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa from Notre Dame at plus 700. Um, a lot of people have him going in the teens. Micah Parsons is considered the best linebacker. Micah Parsons has some off the field issues. There could easily be teams that say, We're not doing that. And instead, they take Owusu Koromoa. I like him at plus 700. That was another one um, that stood out to me in terms of some of the uh, some of the first guy at a position. All right. On the draft specials, I didn't even know they had this, Steve. So we're going to get to your draft position over-unders very shortly. I promise. They've got first-round totals, like the number of players at a position – Draft in the first round. Do you look at those at all? I do look at that. And in most years, I have some pretty significant bets. I can tell you early on, I did bet quarterbacks under five and a half in the first round. It's just gotten too expensive now. Um, so I can't recommend it at minus 650. You know, what's interesting to me is the O lineman has been six and a half forever. Now, Ross, you being a former O lineman, you're probably following this prop more than anyone. But I don't see it. I just don't see seven guys on the O-line getting drafted in the first round. I would look under. Yep. The under is minus 125 right now, by the way. Here's the other thing. Did you know they have player to be drafted first? This reminds me of your golf bets, Steve. It's like player to be drafted first between Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell. Devontae Smith is plus 133, Jalen Waddle minus 167. Player to be drafted first, Travis Etienne 
and Javante Williams. I kind of like Javante Williams there at plus 157. You know, they've got player to be drafted first between J.C. Horn and Micah Parsons. How about Caleb Farley and Greg Newsom? You see my tweet today at Ross Tucker NFL about Caleb Farley that what Pelissero and Ian Rappaport said, two back surgeries, still doesn't have feeling in a couple of his toes. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Newsom's going to get drafted ahead of him. Now, Newsom's got a little bit of an injury history as well, but Newsom's plus 120. Caleb Farley's my – I am fading Caleb Farley uh, based on those reports. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. You um you have to fear the bad injury report and updated information. And let's face it, you're putting your job on the line with the first round pick if you pick a bust due to an injury information that was known before the draft. So um do you look at have you ever looked at those player to be drafted first, almost like your golf head-to-head matchups? Yeah, I bet Waddle against Smith. I know it's getting expensive, but pretty much the consensus has been that Waddle is um, uh, all his, his stock is rising and Smith's is dropping and the concern about him just simply not being, you know, uh, having enough weight to um, stay healthy in the NFL. So uh, that waddle, all the money on him and it makes sense to me. Um, all right, let's get to the, uh, by the way, they even have college specials, total big 12 players, total Alabama players drafting the first round. I mean, it really it's it's kind of overwhelming, Steve. Do you sit there and look at all of these? No, I usually focus on certain aspects of it. I can tell you the guys that are best at it will go ahead and look at all of it. But basically, usually the needle in the haystack bets I'll tend to ignore because it's so hard to find value on those eight to ones, ten to ones, twenty to ones. All right. So without further ado. We're at the draft position. These are the individual player over-unders, which I really like and think are really fun and interesting. They're the bets you like the most. So why don't you hit me, Steve, with some of the ones that you've already put in. So Kyle Trask, I'm going to go under the 72.5. Quarterback is so valuable. If you can get a quarterback that's going to be a starter and you don't have to pay him very much, I'm not saying Trask is going to be that. But he certainly, there's the potential. And because of that, at 72 and a half, heck, there's still a couple guys talking about maybe a team will take, step up and take that six quarterback, number 32. Well, if it would be Trask, you're going to win. You're under 72 and a half. And you got a whole lot of picks after that that you have a chance certainly to win. All right. You did one. I'll do one. Um, I like the Justin Fields over seven and a half. At plus 120, I'd be stunned if he went in the first six picks. So the only chance for him to go seven is if Detroit drafts him, which I tend to doubt, or somebody trades up to get in front of Carolina and Denver, which is a possibility. But I'll I'll take the plus 120 on the over seven and a half Justin Fields. It seems pretty clear at this point that he is generally considered to be the fifth of the five quarterbacks. We know who's going the first three. I think if Atlanta takes one, it's Trey Lance at four. If they don't, I think Trey Lance is the guy that gets traded up for at seven. 
I like over seven and a half for Justin Fields, Steve. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Trey Lance is going to go before Justin Fields, and I think that that pick makes a whole lot of sense. All right, give me another one. Let's take the Alabama running back, Harris. I'm going to go over 25 and a half. I know the Steelers, there's been some talk that they could take him at 24, but the bottom line is that everyone knows you don't take a running back. You don't reach for a running back in the NFL, and because of that, I think you got one out. The only team that's going to take him is Pittsburgh. If you avoid Pittsburgh, you're going to cash your bet more than likely. Yeah, that, that I can't do that one. I think Steelers might take him. I, I don't know. Um, I like uh, I like Kyle Pitts under five and a half. Now it's minus two twenty. So talk to me on the math here, Steve. Um, but. I really think there's a good chance he goes four to the Atlanta Falcons. And if he doesn't, I think there's a really good chance he goes five to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, talk to me about the math because I can't do it in my head. But in my mind, there's like a 75% chance he goes in the top five picks. I think your math is strong. So let's use minus 200 so we can do it in our heads without any work. That means – he'd have to go 70%, I'm sorry, 67% of the time for you to break even at minus 200. You're laying minus 220, so it's got to be higher than that 66.6%, be just under 70%, you got to be right. I agree with your number. It's about a 75% play. Everyone's talking up from a pure, um, how good is this player versus other drafts? Clearly that tight end is the best value pick in the draft. You've got pretty much absent injury a surefire pro bowler for years to come. So uh, I think that number is going to continue to climb. Lay the 220. I like Pitts under the five and a half. Lay minus 220. Got it. All right. Give me another one you got, Steve. I got three more on these. All right. I'll take the edge rusher Phillips from Miami. I'm going to go under the 18 and a half, and I'm getting to the party late. There's no doubt about that. Shop around. You can still find a better number. But if there's one player that I'm seeing a consensus of, Wow, teams are really excited about getting this player in the middle of the first round. It would be Phillips, so under the 18 and a half. So I don't know if I told you this before, okay? But you know, I don't know, four or five years, I called the U.S. Army All-American Bowl down in San Antonio. He was the single most impressive pro prospect that I saw there. And that was, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Najee Harris and – Sam Darnold and Trevor Lawrence was very impressive. But Jalen Phillips, as a senior in high school, Steve, I am convinced would have been drafted by the NFL. Now, I don't know how high. And, I, and obviously, they probably wouldn't have played him much that first year. I don't think he would have been ready to play that first year. But he looked like an NFL draft caliber athlete. 6'6", 255, athletic, his hands super impressive the issue is you know he's had a bunch of concussions injury issues and he quit football at one point to get into music but I think Chip Kelly had that effect on some people I don't think people are going to hold that against him so uh, I think you're probably right on the under 18 and a half for Phillips he's just a medical guy I'm not sure how they feel about that I'm on the over 21 and a half for Caleb Farley, I, I just – I don't see how people can do that. I don't see how they can take Caleb Farley 
in the top 20, 21 picks with what we know. It's funny. I wrote all this down this morning. It was minus one, uh, 130. Now it's up to minus 143 as probably because of my tweet, as more information comes out from Pelissero and Rap Sheet that, you know, Caleb Farley's all messed up uh, with his back. Now he's considered uh, minus 143 to go over 21 and a half. I'm still doing it. I don't believe that someone is taking a guy. Steve, he has had two back surgeries since the last time he played a football game. The second one, he wasn't even playing football yet and had to have a back surgery. And he's got no feeling in some of his toes still. I mean, what are we talking about here? So that's another one I like. What else you got? See, uh, you know, you can still play Smith to go over 11 and a half. Um, I'm convinced that Waddle's going before Smith. So at, uh, at I wouldn't go over 12 and a half, but over 11 and a half, I think that's still a good bet to go Smith over. I, it pains me to say this because I've known this kid since ninth grade. I'm still thinking over 13 and a half for Micah Parsons. You know, it only takes one team to be comfortable with it, but you've heard enough about some of the off the field stuff and those concerns. Are, are teams good enough with it that they take them in the top 12, top 13 picks? I don't know. Or are there teams that at 10, 11, and 12 that won them? And they're the ones that have been leaking all these concerns that he falls. <laughs> you know, you, you, you never really know. But I, I would still – minus 103 from Micah Parsons over 13 and a half. Do you have any others, Steve? I got one more I kind of like. Uh, one more, just a value pick here. Derisaw, I'm going to go over 15 and a half. And I, this was a close one. When I'm looking at most of the mocks, you know, he's been cl- pretty much 15, 16, 17, 18 – uh, so at 15 and a half, there's just enough value for me to be interested in the over 15 and a half. I like the under 10 and a half for certain. Uh, it's minus 159. Um, I still think, look, I wouldn't be surprised if, if corners go at seven or eight or nine or 10. So I can win both those bets. I could have Joe Horn be one of those. And then still have Sertain come after him, but still go in the top 10 picks. I don't think he gets past the Dallas Cowboys. I like Patrick Sertain under 10 and a half, uh, minus 159. So those are our bets. Hopefully grades. Sean Grady from Australia will grade us on these. I guess we didn't throw out units there, but we told you what the numbers were. So grades, you're better at math than I am. You know how to do that. Next week, we will tell you how we did and start to discuss how we think some of these teams did and what it might mean for season win totals here on the Even Money Podcast. Check out Steve on social, please, at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We're at Ross Tucker Pod. Of course, you can check out all the other shows as well over at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. 
A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 